The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Good morning to you. Welcome in to the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we're visiting with friends from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. And we're going to be talking about things that are happening at the Sheriff's Office. And if you'd like to join us in conversation, we encourage you to do that. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. And you can talk or text, whichever you prefer, at that one number. 615-893-1450. From the Sheriff's Office, Detective Austin Mobs is with us this morning. Was I close on your name or is it Mobs? You got it correct. Mobs, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. That was quite by accident then. <laughs> and uh, Community Services, Sergeant Gary Heron. How are you, Gary? Doing fantastic, sir. Good to see you today. Yes, sir. Well, what's happening at the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office this time of year? I mean, we're outside enjoying spring weather and everything. What's going on at the sheriff's office spring has arrived everybody's having fun uh, yes absolutely so bart hey we, we're here today we're we we are excited to introduce a new program that the rutherford county sheriff's office is launching uh it's called the social media secrets what your kids know but don't want you to know ah uh, this How program, to use it. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey! Th- this program is designed to educate the parents of the dangers of social media and how to prevent their children from becoming a victim. As we know, everybody's got a phone. Yeah. And on those phones are apps. And it, it ain't the old flip phones that we used to have. So now we've got a wealth, uh, a plethora of things that are out there, but... I think what this program is designed to help our parents realize that there are some apps out there that has hidden areas that we need to educate our parents about because kids already know it. <laughs> absolutely kids know it. I mean the, but I mean you know nowadays you hear about these kids 4 and 5 years old telling how the parents how to run the run the phone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And what it is, it's it's really just a lack of knowledge on the parent side and trusting their kids. I'm not saying we got bad kids. We got great kids. But kids are going to be kids now. They're going to be sneaky sometime. But we're here to educate them of some social media secrets. Now, how uh, do they learn about these secrets? I mean, if they're secrets, how do they learn about them and, and we don't? Well, there's, again, on the Internet – they start seeing stuff, whether it be on TikTok, whether it be on uh, YouTube, or or some of the other the darker net web stuff, you know, that's out there. Uh, but we've got to bring awareness to our parents. Hey, there's stuff out there that that could your child could potentially be a victim of of a crime, and we want to, you know, it's it's our responsibility as parents, but as the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office to protect and serve our community. And this is a program that me and Detective Mobs has has worked on, and uh, it's been uh, blessed by our sheriff. He is behind us 100% on this. He sees the need for this type of of 
information education for our parents. And uh, we just got we just got a, you know, I, I, I'm a I'm a dad, and I'm going to do anything. And you know, we put our kids in a car. We start off with car seats. We start off. Then they grow up. They put seat belts on them to keep them safe. But we think because we give them a phone that they're going to figure this out by themselves and be safe with it. But there are people out there that are preying on our kids, trying to victimize them, and we're here to help our parents and educate them of some social media secrets. And that's what Mom's going to talk to you about. Gary, it's good to have you with us today. Absolutely, sir. Uh, Tell us, just to let people know the seriousness of these apps and what they will lead your child to what are some of the areas that that dangerous path that that take your kids down right so a lot of what we have built this program around is investigations that we have conducted here in rutherford county so there's obviously you know national statistics and 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 all that stuff and that stuff's important to understand um but we we have literally had kids come up missing and and just a little uh, little kind of snippet here. We we found them in other states, you know. And, and that's something that has resonated with us, you know. And that's kind of what got Gary and I kind of talking originally about this, and then and then obviously talking with with others at the sheriff's office. Like, hey, this is a problem. We're continuing to see, uh, you know, child pornography becoming an issue. Whether they're sharing it with peers, whether they're, uh, you know adults viewing it you know there's just all this stuff that is all based around social media um our children are are being talked to by adults on social media it's happening um so that's that's kind of what has led us to you know designing this uh this program and and again not that we're we're we look at national things and national trends but we're we're really looking at what we're seeing here in rutherford county and saying hey parents we've got to wake up a little bit we've got to be aware of this and and we're 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 hoping this program brings the awareness to the parents to give them the tools that they need to to make you know a safe situation for their kids. Now you mentioned that some of these kids are abducted or lured away or something, mm-hmm. but they end up in a different state. Right. And of course, we've reported on these stories about the children are Correct. missing, and and you wonder how safe are those kids right are they going to end up in another news story of being a child that's been uh you know murdered or something of that sort and that's how, the, how do the, what is it how do they lure them away yeah that's the worst nightmare obviously what you're talking about um mm-hmm. any anything having to do with this is is a is a huge nightmare in fact we talk about that um we have a parent that has actually been very open with us um in in this program and and has uh given us their side or their view of of something that actually personally happened to them through an investigation that i was uh fortunate enough to be a part of Mm -hmm. and uh it it's it's one of those things that that kids just don't have the ability to understand um that these these adults have tricks up their sleeve right and these adults are using these tricks and, and these kids just unfortunately are, they're dealing with adult situations. They're kids. But they're kids, and they don't understand that this is an adult situation. And, and quite frankly, I, I think that they get to the point that they get so deep when they realize what's going on, and they don't know how to get themselves out. 
They're scared to talk to their parents because they're afraid of getting in trouble. They're scared to share with leaders, you know, church leaders especially, because what does that look like, you know? And and so they really kind of get put on an island by themselves. And we 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 want to to you know again bring this awareness so that parents can be looking out. But two, part of the awareness is, hey, look, they're kids, exactly like you just said. If we beat them up because of a of a poor decision they made and they don't feel safe coming and talking to us as their parents or as their leaders or mentors or whatever, then that's part of how this situation occurs because they don't feel like they've got an avenue of somebody, an adult per se, that has that knowledge and experience to come and say, look, I need some help here, you know. And then next thing you know, unfortunately, they're gone. And that's not passing blame on anybody, but that that right. is part of what, what the situation is, you know. Um, is this... Sex trafficking? Is this what you know? It, it's it's not necessarily the the book definition of sex trafficking. Okay, that that kind of looks like you know kids being taken and and kind of being, if you will, prostituted out. That's not really what's going on here. This is usually a personal gain type situation for that adult. Okay, they're looking for a young, whatever female, male, whatever the situation may be. And, and we, we've seen it on both sides. Just because, you know, you've got a son doesn't mean that that's, that child is not, you know, going to fall victim as well just because they're a male. Males are still subject to this. Um, traditionally, I think most everybody thinks about females becoming or falling victim to this, and, and that is true. That happens as well. But, again, it's something that's not talked about very much, and, and it's something that, that we want to, again, come to – you know, wherever we can, civic groups, churches, uh, anywhere that there's a group of people that that feel like, hey, I could benefit from this. That's what we want to do. We want to come to you, and we, we've got this whole presentation put together. Uh, we spent a lot of time on it, and this is kind of the rollout with you, Bart, to to kind of say, hey, this is out here. We're we're ready uh, to start. Uh, how I guess, do people sign up for that? How, how can they get you to come well, over? Well, that's, that's Sergeant Heron's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> falls on him. Absolutely. You can you can email me, uh, and we can put the email out there. It is gheron, H-E-R-R-O-N, at R-C-S-O-T-N dot org. Okay, and that's uh, just, if you want to, if you have a civic club, Sunday school class, whatever it is. Absolutely. Uh, email you. And uh, say, I want to get in line to have that presentation. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I know we're just pushing it out today, but it's sooner than later. Because, you know, every day that goes by, there's a possibility for one of our... And I'm not trying to put fear out there. This is just facts. It's it's not to put fear. But every day that goes by, it's it's a possibility for one of our kids to be a victim of, of some type of social media stronghold or whatever you want to call it you know what i'm saying so now do these always go through social media the reason i ask that in our news today uh there is a a, a church in the region that has been uh one of the people has been uh, accused of uh of uh trying to uh, get youngsters involved for the wrong reasons uh appears that way anyway uh if are you sometimes surprised at the people who are involved in these? You know, yes. If if we're if we're on the outside looking in, yes. I'm going to say no because we've dealt with it so much, right? 
th- there's two sides of that. Anytime that that story hits the media, where it's a baseball coach or it's a, a you know a a, ser- a church service member or anybody of trust with the children, right? That is surprising. Unfortunately, we're seeing that happening. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't allow your kids to be, you know, part of this, that, or the other. Right. What it means is, is you need to be involved and you need to understand what's going on. Again, you've got to have that relationship with your child, no matter if it's on social media or if it's a, a, a leader of a, of some kind of group. Either way, you, that child has got to trust that they can come and talk to you as a parent, as a mentor, whatever, and say, "Hey, this is happening to me." And one thing that when I when I came over to CID about four years ago at this point, four and a half years ago, um, one thing that was taught to me was this. If a child has come up and they have said something, right, to the point that we're involved, we're going to start off by believing them, okay? And, and parents sometimes have a hard time with that. They don't want to believe it for one reason or another. Maybe it's they don't want to believe that this is happening to their child. Maybe it's something that they just mentally don't know how to deal with. I understand all that. Mm-hmm. It's tough. But we have to start by believing. We're going to run our investigation to the point to where we either prove that this person did it or they didn't do it, right? That's our job. Our job is not to prove them guilty. Our job is to prove whether or not they did it and, and put that proof on paper. Um, so, again, going back to what your original question was, is this only happening on social media? No, it's not. Um, but what we know is, it's the same type of person, whether it's on social media or whether it is, um, you know, somebody they physically know or physically have that, that emotional connection with whatever that situation may be. But social media usually, even in both situations, has some part in it. They're communicating. If it's somebody that that, they, that, that child personally knows, it, it's probably not happened they, they probably haven't fallen victim to that person without some kind of outside communication, whether it be text message, social media, you know, something of that nature. And so when we understand that, we know that that is still a part of it, even though that person, you know, has direct contact with them, whether it's daily, weekly, or, or whatever the situation may be. Now, youth obviously don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to expose themselves right. to dangers, things of this sort, but they are doing it without knowledge. If they knew what this person was thinking, what they were doing, would they have gotten in there in the first place? Which brings around the second question, what are some of the things that youth could look for? Stay away from this person. This is a bad person. You'll get in trouble. You could get hurt badly. Mm-hmm. What, what, would that, what would that description of that person be? You know, that, that's the difficult part of this whole topic is... There's, um, there is a trust factor, and, and, and that trust is built over time, okay? These adults that are, are, you know, the suspects in these kind of cases are very crafty, okay? They find ways to exploit these children by making them feel comfortable to talk to them. That, that situation is different every single time, right? That situation could be, you know, it was it was you know back in the 90s or whatever you know it would have been the whole hey kid come here and pet my dog you know that kind of thing there was some kind of trust factor the dog was the trust factor there right and now it's 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 a little more you know prevalent because now maybe the kid and the adult are are having communication starting off 
on some kind of gaming system to where they're they're chatting and they're playing a game together. So they've built a trust because there's this game. And then they kind of get to know this person like he's not a bad person or she's not a bad person. Right. And that keeps building and building. So um that's kind of that's kind of a hard thing to talk, to to say, you know, kids look out for this. There there's not really a definition of look out for this. If it's an adult talking to you and and being very personal with you, that's probably what you need to look out for. Um, you might need to, you know, ask your parents, "Hey, should I trust this person?" Right? Uh, you might need to ask a, a leader that you're that you know is good. Hey, should I trust this person? They're they're talking to me an awful lot. That's the only thing that I can say that that should uh, kind of resonate. But but again, kids are kids, and they don't understand. You know. In six months from now, I'm going to be in such a deep hole that I don't know how to get myself out of it. You know, they just don't have that foresight. It's just it's a lack of experience. It's all it is. Um, Would connection with the SROs at their school? Absolutely. I was a I was an SRO for five years prior to being a detective, and and I'm going to tell you, um, I, w- I worked in high schools mainly, and and I love that age group, but middle school SROs, man, my heart goes out to them because they're 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 dealing with all kinds of stuff with these kids and these phones. And, you know, those kids are just so young. They don't understand, you know, all the dangers of it. But, yes, to answer your question, um, yes, reach out to your SRO. If you've got a question, go ask them. Talk to them about it. They're, I promise you they're going to sit down and talk to you. That's what they're there for. They're there first to be, you know, the school safety aspect, and they're, they're second to be there for you as the kids or parents for your kids to, to kind of have that mentor to say, hey, this doesn't, you know, something's not really seeming right with this. Can you help me? Absolutely they will, okay? And if it gets to the point that they need to call us, they absolutely will. What age groups are we talking about? I mean, even, I would I would say it this way. If you're, if it's a child that has access to the Internet, they're they're subject to it, Okay. We've seen as young as, you know, 11, 12 years old, we have. Um, it could be younger than that, but that's that's kind of where we see as young as 11 and 12 years old, falling victim to, to some of this stuff. I know parents have questions uh, on this subject today. They're probably sitting there in disbelief, but it is true. We will continue the conversation. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're going to check the traffic and weather. Call us. Don't wait around. This is a very serious subject. 615-893-1450. Text us or call us. But do it now. Your child depends on this. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS. Weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go. You can get pastas or chicken. You know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, and our hand-fed baby bird nursery is starting to fill up. If you are looking for your next sweet feathered companion, come in and see us. 
find your next pre-loved, pre-spoiled pet here at Animal City. Be sure to check out our downstairs level. Here at Animal City, we would like to thank Murfreesboro for letting us be your family-owned and operated pet store for 33 years. Animal City is located at 919 Northwest Broad Street. Good morning, watching traffic car and a little bit heavy here on 24 coming in from Rutherford County. Uh, Murphy's Pearl headed towards Nashville up through the Hickory Hollow area. It's been quiet so far and down through Dixon County, but it's building now here in the last few minutes on 40 eastbound around 840. No shortage of radar in Dixon County right now. Be careful. Hey, you, uh, Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested, top-shelf hemp products, edibles, flowers, concentrates. They have it all. Check it out at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We're all about saving you money. I'm Dave Ramsey on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. We're talking about the safety of your child, no matter what their age might be, even elementary school students, middle school, high school and they're in danger because of apps that are on the Internet, and these apps take them places that we don't want our kids going. And we have two friends from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office with us this morning, and they're offering their services to come to your groups and talk to you, the parents, uh, and let you know what you need to be aware of so that this doesn't happen to your family. They're starting, they're kicking it off today. You're hearing it right now. From the Sheriff's Office, Detective Austin Mobs is with us and Community Services Sergeant Gary Heron. So if you have a question, talk or text whichever you're most comfortable with. Same phone number, 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. And here's a question right off the bat. This person says, I've lived in the area all my life, and all my life I keep hearing things about children being abducted. They are just missing, and they are wondering what happens to them. Uh, are, are they? Are they? Uh, they don't show up again. You, and I think we can all relate to that. We've heard. Uh, I can remember one here, China, Renee, Vidian. Vidian, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was. That was a long time ago. It was. That was that was definitely before my time. Um, then that case is still being looked into. And there are cases in Nashville that right. people just disappear from, from the street corners. Sure. And, and I will say this, that at least my knowledge, and, and I've been there, I've been in CID now for four and a half years about, and every kid that's been missing in my time, we've we've been able to find, so... Um, we're lucky here in Rutherford County that we haven't had that nightmare, you know, again, minus China, you know, from, from back then. But um, Were those different from the ones we're seeing today? Were, were the things that made them 
uh, susceptible to being abducted. Sure. So I, I think what we're I think there is a little bit of a discrepancy in kind of in those two situations. So we have you know the random. Well, I think what you're talking about and what maybe that question is more aligned with is you know the the random just grabbing somebody and taking them away. We are not seeing that here in Rutherford County. I do want to be clear about that. What we're seeing is is people that are communicating with our children and gaining their trust to the point that, that the child is willing to go with them. Okay? So that's a big difference, right? Um, I don't want you to feel like that, that you know your child's not safe at the bus stop. That's not the way it is right now. We haven't seen that. We're not seeing that trend. Uh, obviously, anything could happen at any point, but that's not what we're seeing. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is people that that gain the trust of our child, and and then again, you know, set up a meeting, and and talk our child into, you know, being willing to run away with them. They're going to have a great life, you know, all this craziness that that's being talked about, and and so th- there is a difference there, and so I, I hope that kind of answers that question a little better, but. Um, so these are more one-on-one. Correct. Situations. Yes. Mm-hmm. And right. it goes back to what he was talking about earlier about the gaming system right I, you think about your kids that's out there right now son go to your room play your game get out of my hair i mean we hear this all right so your kids go to their room they shut the door and they get on this gaming system they put on a headset with a microphone and are talking to people all over the place mm-hmm. my question to you, to the parents is when is the last time that you went in that room with them and sat down and listened to what was being said while they play that game? And who are they actually talking to while they play that game? It goes back to what Detective Miles was saying, is those people that's on just one avenue of the gaming system, they build that trust through that game. And this is my friend. This is somebody that I can trust, somebody, and they really don't know who they're talking to. Right. And so that's something, you know, as... With this program, the social media secrets that we ha- we want to bring awareness to. Hey, you might need to sit down and with your kids while they're playing their games to see who they're playing it with. Now, it could be Johnny down the street, or it could be Fred up the hall. You know what I'm saying? But somewhere, I promise you, with these games because it's worldwide. Well, the thing that I wonder about, and I've always wondered this with the internet, somebody's making money. Is it the people who are creating the format for these people to communicate through? Are are they making some money? Oh, absolutely, they're making money, and it's usually based around advertising and you know that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, the the the, the application or, or whatever, um, they're absolutely making money because they're capturing people, and, and they can come over to. Let's just say they came to WGNS and was like, "Hey, we'll promote you." You know, it's going to cost you this amount of money, but I promise you, you're going to get exposure to this many people, right? And because that application, you know, has drawn so many people, obviously that might be a place that you want to go spend some advertising dollars, right? So that's kind of how the money's made. Um, I think that's... So it's, it's, I'm just trying to figure out, is the guy who is doing the bad things, the instigator, is he paying the internet, the app company to carry on his evil through no i don't think so you can do this completely for free but the people who created it know that they are being used yeah so let's talk about that for a minute so So they they, they're 
They That's don't right. care what's right or wrong. No, they, they do in some regards. Um, here's the thing. There are things out there. Let, let's talk about Snapchat for a second. That's one of the ones that we're, we will we will definitely hit on if we come in, in and are allowed to do this program with, with you all. Snapchat is one that has an age restriction on it. But guess what? The only way they know if the person who has entered this information is if that person tells the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that, that there's not a vetting process to, to build an, an application profile, okay? So let's just say that I had a 14-year-old child, and let's say that they wanted a Snapchat account, and they went out and created that. Obviously, they've got to be smart enough to figure out that, hey, you know, I can't have the, you know, the, the Snapchat application is set it up to where you have to be of a certain age. So I can do a little bit of quick math and figure out what my year of birth needs to be quote unquote, to put into the application so that it will grant me access. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how they're getting around that, if that makes sense. To Back to your point about do they care? Yeah, they do care. Um, the fact is, is, is Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, all these applications, and, and there's more, you know, that obviously I'm, I'm just kind of hitting the big three. They have such a repository of information. There is no possible way they can know everything that's happening. However, when they come across information such as this, they figure out that a 14-year-old child potentially is is being uh, talked to about you know meeting up for for sex acts. Just to be honest, of what it is, or they come across some kind of child pornography you know situation, they report that. They're ma- they mandatory have to report that, and they do. Okay. Um, so that's part of, of one of the things that I do. I get those reports from, from an agency called NICMEC, okay, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And so the way that works is, again, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, they find something like this. They find a chat that's very concerning. They find pictures that are concerning. They send it over to NICMEC. NICMEC then kind of tries to figure out a rough estimate of where the, the suspect or the victim is, and then it ends up with, to somebody like me. And I get an email that says, hey, you've been assigned a case. You need to look into this. Um, and, and that's what we do. So, so you have copies of what's being said, what's being talked sometimes. about? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Or sometimes it, it requires us to follow through, you know, follow up with, with the social media application and say, hey, you know, we received this, this uh, cyber tip is what it's called. I need to get that information. You know, I have to send them a search warrant or whatever the situation may be. Make sure everything's legal and binding. You know, we don't want to violate people's Fourth Amendment rights. Um, but but that's usually, if they send it to Nick Mick, they have preserved that evidence because they're expecting us to come knocking on their door, you know, figuratively, and say, hey, we want to work on this. And, and, and so to say that they don't care, I'm going to say is a little bit of a falsehood. But the situation exists that they have created a, a platform for this to happen. You know, um, yeah, there's absolutely positive things that can happen with social media, but there's absolutely negative things that are happening as well. So it, it's kind of the beauty and the beast situation, right? Uh, it, there, there's beautiful things on one side and, and hopefully that's why they created it, but there's some severely negative things that, that are just going to happen because it's available. And, and that's just kind of, how that works, you know. I, I thought everybody had a number. Every computer had a number on it, and I thought it would be easy to locate where you are. Sure. It, it, is it not that way? It, it, it is. Uh, 
uh, just just to be really general about this, yes, there there's IP addresses and all that stuff. Yes, you can get back to somebody's physical address based on that. The problem is, is again, we we we're in a society that is great. We don't violate people's right to privacy, so it requires search warrants and subpoenas and time to allow the companies to respond to us. It's not like I can go out here today and say, hey, this guy is communicating with this child and get this information back immediately. That's just not how it works. Um, there are certain situations where it works that way, but, but again, that's few and far between because you have a right to privacy. I have a right to privacy, and we respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's kind of a, a hard situation sometimes. Sometimes these investigations take a while. Uh, I could start an investigation today that might take six months before I figure out exactly who the, the, the suspect, if you will, is or the guy that's communicating with the child is. You know, obviously, we've been working with the parents and all to make sure the child's safe You know, in the meantime, but, but sometimes it does take a while. We can do it. It just takes a while sometimes. Now, when you talk with these parents uh, in these programs that mm-hmm. are going to be starting soon, uh, will you show them what to look for? We do. Yes, we do. That's that's uh, that's the the biggest part of this program right. is exposure to these applications. We 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 have built this program around again exposure. You know, this is what you need to be looking for in this application. This is a hidden photo vault to be honest with you that requires a passcode, right? Um and and these these kids, if they're going to hide something from you, it's probably going to be in that hidden photo vault, you know, it, in the Snapchat application. There's absolutely a hidden photo vault in Snapchat that requires a passcode to get in it. And if that's not disturbing to you, it was very disturbing to me when I found it, or when we when we when I figured it out. Not not that I'm smart, but I guess when I should say when I was educated to it. How about that? I didn't figure it out. I was educated to it. And holy cow, has that been? A point of interest for our investigations, obviously, right? Because um, if if these kids are, are communicating with these people, and maybe they they do feel like that that person loves them or whatever, the, the, you know, you hear everything, then that's they're going to be hiding that. And so we have to educate parents on how to figure out where those hidden spots are, and that's what we're trying to do. Hey Bart, I just heard all kinds of phones being snatched out of kids' hands right when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear moms and dad, "Give me your phone right now." Yeah. And if you have that reaction, this is a program that you need to have at your church or your civic group or organization. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, because think about what you just heard. How many parents are driving down the road and says, oh, when I get home, I'm checking that app. I mm-hmm. promise you. I, I know it's going through their minds. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I heard something the other day, and when you mentioned uh, the fact that the parents are saying, go up to your room, stay away from me just right. for a little bit. I need a little peace. Uh, I, I read something the other day that we as parents are the ones who are creating these problems because we are looking at the social media to be the nannies for the mm. kids. Uh, get them out of our hair. Just get them up in their room. Get keep them quiet. They'll be out of trouble up there, but they're getting in big trouble up there. You know, when I was a kid, well, I'd go outside and play with my matchbox cars. Yeah, we don't have kids outside hardly anymore. No, no. They're upstairs in their room for <laughs> yeah. hours, playing with their late at night and, when everybody's asleep. Right. At least that's what. And I'm not trying to put distrust in your in your minds, but you hope they're up there watching or playing their games. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's a listener who says, if we were able to uh, set up a meeting, how soon would those meetings be? When will you be starting this? Our plans is to start, I believe it's in June. Is that June, correct? June. Yeah. Uh, okay. So after school is out. That That's just because of scheduling conflicts that we have. We're trying to take the month of May to, um, to kind of start getting those on the books and make sure that we have people that are available. Um, there, myself, Sergeant Heron, a couple other detectives have, have all agreed that we're we're going to come out and and we we've got like I said we've got several people that are willing and able have the knowledge and capability to give you a good um, overview of this program to get in depth with you because we we see these things daily almost now and and we're passionate about it. So it's just a matter of working those schedules out. You know, it's not something we're going to be able to do in, in, you know, in two days or three days. But, but like he said, like Sergeant Heron said, if you call us now or, or email him now, let's get you on the books so that we, we can ensure that we're going to have somebody available to come speak with you. And, and, and I'm, I've got a feeling that it's going to be, the, the schedule is going to get kind of hectic pretty quick. Absolutely. I, I kind of feel bad for Sergeant Heron because he's going to have his hands full uh, for a little while keeping up with that schedule. Um, but but just know that you're, you're going to have uh, somebody like myself uh, who, who has knowledge of, this, of these uh, investigations and, and how we do things that's going to come out and talk to your group about these, uh, these topics. Now, I would think that parents who are usually on the younger side of the spectrum – uh, are going to be a little savvy to this. It hadn't been that long since right. they were uh, in this category. But the grandparents, this is a foreign language. Sure. I mean, uh, and the grandparents especially who take care of the mm-hmm. grandchildren, Right. Uh, you don't want to be letting uh, the social media be the nanny for That's a while. That's correct. So it looks like you're going to need several meetings to get to get this information across and understood. And, and that's something that we have discussed, uh, ironically enough that you brought that up, is this is kind of a phase one, you know, and, and we were in talks about what does phase two look like. You know, we might come to your to your uh, your group today, and, and it's our hopes in, in the very near future to have a follow-up to that. Um, and, and, you know, then we would obviously have the, the list of people that, that have reached out to us and said, hey, we want to know more about this, that we could reach out to and say, hey, okay, phase two is ready to go. When can we come to you and give you that, that extended knowledge, if you will, you know? Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. It might take a couple of meetings, and, and we're currently working on that. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're taking our final break. We will be back. Get that pencil handy because there, there's some information you may want to take some notes on. You don't want this to slip away. Receive breaking news, sports scores, traffic, and weather bulletins on your cell phone. Sign up for text alerts at WGNSRadio.com. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A. Guys, fellas, men, are you Roman ready for the weekend? Right now, generic Viagra, a.k.a. Sildenafil, is just $4 per dose at Roman. Just complete a free online visit with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. If medication is appropriate, Roman sends what you need in discreet packaging with two-day shipping. Generic Viagra from $4 at Roman. Go to roco slash special. Do it today and get 20% off your entire first order. That's roco slash special. We're talking with Betty Atterbury. If I was talking to one of my friends, which I have been, I strongly recommend to come to Adam's Place. For one thing, they're five-star. They've got a very good reputation. I was here several years ago in the rehab part. I really like Adam's Place. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adam's Place. 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Look for sunny to partly cloudy skies for this afternoon with highs in the lower 80s. Then for tonight, mostly clear skies dropping to a low of 54 degrees. I'm meteorologist Michael Kara, News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 52. Hey, hi, and hello there. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Fun lovers and truth seekers. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS AM FM Online. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615 893 1450. We're in the final segment now, so don't let this one slip away. Very important subject today. Visiting with us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Detective Austin Mobs and Community Services Sergeant Gary Heron. We're talking about a new program that sort of opens up uh, some fresh ideas to parents and grandparents about how much danger area youth are in and they're being sort of uh, parents don't know this. Uh, grandparents certainly don't know it. Kids are in danger because uh, there are groups on the Internet who are able to get to the kids. Uh, I think we all sort of heard that happening, but uh, how easy it is and, and what their purposes are. Uh, and, and these are classes that are offered to neighborhood groups, to church groups, to civic groups, whatever. Uh, all you have to do is get with Gary, and uh, he'll he'll help you uh, set a time Absolutely. for that. Um, is there a f- cost for this? No, there is no cost. So, what again, for people who may have just tuned in, what do they need to do? So, what they need to do is they can contact me through email, uh, which is G Heron, that's G H E R R O N at R C S O T N dot org. And just let me know. The reason why it's easier through email, that means I can track it a whole lot better than a phone call. Because uh, in my office, not not to give excuses, but I get a plethora of phone calls each day. And so I, I want to be able to track that. Say, so, hey, I've contacted them, I replied to them. That That's why I want to go through the email. And what we'll do, we'll set you up a time uh, during the week and. Uh, come out and be a part of your group and uh 
we'll talk about this stuff. Well, and we're willing to come out on the weekends, especially yes, the absolutely. search group. Uh, sorry, I didn't. I know you didn't mean that. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Uh, we're 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 trying to be available, um, basically seven days a week because that's who we are and that's what we do. We're a twenty four seven operation. We want to make sure that if you have a group. Um, that needs this information. We want to. We want to try our best to make sure we have somebody available to come out there, even if it's on a Sunday or a Saturday or something like that. Right. Okay. But you have to make contact, and and Gary, you're the one that they make that initial contact through. Yes. Again, what is your email? It is G Heron. That's G H E R R O N at R C S O T N dot org. Now. Is this something brand new for the sheriff's office, or has it? Uh, is this? Uh, are you the first agency to try something like this, or has it been done successfully in other places? There's there's a national push to to kind of give education like this. There's things um, out there. There's some websites. One specifically is called Net Smarts. So N E T Smarts S M A R T Z. NetSmarts, I think it's .org, don't quote me on that, but if you Google search NetSmarts, um, you, you will find it. And there's a, there's a repository of information there, you know, some, some videos, you know, kind of education pieces, if you will. So the, that's a good place to start. That's a good place to start. The difference with this program is, is, like we said kind of in the beginning, is we're using cases that we're seeing here in Rutherford County, and, and we've based our program around the cases that we've seen here, okay? So... We're trying to bring you the most up-to-date information and that we're seeing here, the issues we're seeing here, that our kids are facing here, and not not some you know national video, if you will, um, that might or might not apply here. If that makes sense. Are you seeing cases that are different here than other places? No, not necessarily. The difference is probably the the applications that they're using. So. We all know that, that trends are built around, you know, kind of how the kids communicate with each other. So if, if there's a state, let's just say up north of here, they might be using one type of application because that's what those kids have been drawn to. Our kids down here might not even know what that application is. So that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to, to give you the applications that we are seeing here and not just the applications that we're seeing in another place. Not that they might not be here at some point, but they're not here now. So we're trying to really cater to, you know, the situation here in Rutherford County. Here's a question from a parent, and they're asking us, if my child is using one of these apps, is there some way for me to look at their phone or their computer and know if they're using them? Sure. Obviously, if if you're a parent, first step is having that password to that phone, right? Um, if that application's downloaded there, you already know that it, that they're probably using it, Okay. That's step number one. If it's on a computer, most computers now are going application-based as well. Um, so, you know, you should be able to see that application on that computer. Um, there are, you know, some of these applications do have a web-based version. So you would kind of, like we we typically know, you know, www.whatever. Um, so, you know, that can exist at times, and, and that might be a, a way that the kid's kind of sneaking around you. Um but if that's going on, then there are third-party applications that the parent would have on their phone that they could restrict websites with. And, and I don't have any specifically off the top of my head, but, um, but they are out there, okay? That's, that's probably going to 
be something we talk about more in that phase two program. Hey, you know, these applications might help the parents, if you will, um, because you can restrict certain um, certain websites. You can, if your kid wants to download an application, you as the parent get alerted and you have to approve that application being downloaded before they do it. So there, there's things out there that are for parents that can help with that for sure. And, and some you, of the carriers have that on their phones. Sure. Yeah. Now, some of the carriers, it, it, it's already set up. But a lot of times we don't do that. We just, here's your phone. Parental controls. That's that's kind of what you exactly. need to be looking for. Yep. And that's what you're trying to encourage people to do exactly. is take advantage of the parental controls. That's right. For more information, get with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Our guest today from the Sheriff's Office, Detective Austin Mobs and Community Services Sergeant Gary Heron. Thank you for taking time to join us today. Thank you for Thank allowing you, us to be here. All of you have a super rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. 